0: Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day.
1: Don't be afraid to wear suits, man. You can, you can take a suit and you can cut a cut a slice in it from the collar, just below the collar all the way down to the, the bottom of the crotch and the, the whole back will be
2: open. Hey, hey, what's happening, Fence Lifers? Episode 130 of Ask Me About My Day. Look who I got over here, man. Look at this guy. Caleb Roth, Mr. Expert Stain and Seal himself, Mr. Free Expert Stain and Seal University, Mr. Gopher Wood, uh, Mr. Clon Rocks, and just Mr. Everything, man. Mr. Took His Kids Sledding today. You would just show me, man. What's it, like one degrees there? Well, it's zero now. It's zero now. It's uh it's a twenty nine degrees here. I'm back in my office, man. I got my vest on. It never gets down to we're gonna be down to seventeen degrees tonight. It never happens here mm-hmm. in southeast Louisiana. It's like a anomaly. And uh literally we had a little bit of rain last night and I woke up this morning, it was like twenty five, and they shut the schools down. Nobody went to work today. It was funny. It's kinda yeah, like it's when it's crazy. It, kind of like when it rains in Las Vegas, nobody goes anywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, no,
1: half half the folks at our office work this week. We got eight inches of snow, so uh, if you couldn't get out, everybody's working from home. So we had some people making stains. So it was, they're committed. So I appreciate them.
2: Yeah, man. If we yeah, had eight, eight inches kind of, of world, snow, the entire world would shut down here. Like mm-hmm. the grocery store shelves would be empty.
1: <laughs> people be selling loaves of bread for a hundred bucks on Facebook Marketplace.
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. So anyway, man. Mr. K.O. Broth, how are you doing, bro? What's going on with you? Man, I'm doing great,
1: and I appreciate you bringing me on the show today. So or tonight, I don't know when this show is going to air, but thank you for having me. And, uh, actually, this is going to drop. To be
2: this is going to drop Wednesday morning, so uh, that's which is actually tomorrow, and then uh, Wednesday night uh, I've got uh, Brian with U.S. Hammer on. So we're going to talk about fence tech and all that. But man, we, we can talk a little bit about fence tech because I know you're going to be there. I know you're going to be a What? what, Next? Is it next week? It's next week, man. It is next week, man. Can you imagine? It's already here. It feels like we were just in Oklahoma City, but instead we're going to be in uh, Smashville, Tennessee. Some people are calling it Nash Vegas. It's going to be a good time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing, man, and uh, super excited that it's in my hometown, man. Don't have to drive anywhere. I can bring everybody out
2: and uh, enjoy the show. Yeah. So man, for fence tech, before we get into uh, into expert stain and seal, for fence tech, the My Fence Life show is bringing a unique T-shirt that we had designed. Um, I'm gonna reveal it tomorrow night on the show, or tonight on the show, because this is airing Wednesday morning. And this shirt I made, man, it's not for everyone. I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna design a shirt, Caleb, that just anybody could wear. I wanted a shirt that says. I am the guy on the fence line digging holes, you know, get working in wet boots, cold, cracked hands, going home, digging, you know, concrete boogers out his nose. You know what I'm saying? The, I, when, you, when you see a guy wearing his T-shirt, you're going to be like, that cat right there, he builds fence. So um, we did a colored version of this uh, artwork that we had uh, created. Um, Benji found this really dope guy online That uh, you can commission to draw for you and we told him our vision man and this dude made it happen And we're real happy with it. So we're gonna have those shirts to give away. We got a limited amount, but I think we got about 250. We're gonna give away So that's big news for us and plus we got our new uh, Fence sign. that's gonna be out the black one that uh, we gave away in Vegas We're finally gonna start giving it out to the public um at fence tech man so we got a lot of stuff going on
1: sounds like it i'm excited and
2: kind of a little anxious to see what this shirt looks like oh man it is it's pretty badass um we went kind of is for an offensive huh is it
1: offensive or can you wear it is it family friendly
2: no it's family friendly. It's, fam- it's family it's <laughs> family friendly it's uh it says fen- it says fence life across the top and it's kind of uh, it's it, it's i'll show you when we get off the show I'll text you a picture of it, but it's really awesome. And then we're going to do a grade, a grayscale version of it on uh, hoodies and and on the backs of t-shirts because uh, it's a whole lot less expensive to do that grade version than the we did a mm-hmm. DTG full color. So and those get kind of pricey. You know what I mean? It ain't cheap, man. That's no, the way it's it not. Goes. So man, you're going to be at fence tech. Um, Do you know where you're going to be around this uh, infamous park that they've been talking about? Do you know where you're located?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be right beside my salesman. And uh, I guess on the other side, maybe – I'm right in the middle of it. I know
2: that. Okay, so you're going to be by my salesman, uh, Unlimited Sports Solutions. Booth 1941 and Booth 2040. We've got two different companies there. And um,
1: so it'll be fun.
2: And you're going to be by Unlimited Sports Solutions, my salesman. Yep. And what's your other booth you got? Is that the –
1: We'll have a gopher wood booth
2: there in the nice. expert
1: stain and seal booth. Be back to back. So that'll be a lot of fun.
2: Is it going to be one booth or two separate nope. booths? Two two totally separate booths. Yep. Okay. I didn't know if you did like a 10 by 20 and brought them together or, or what. You no, know? no, no. We got we got a 20
1: foot island and we split it right down the middle. So two 20 foot booths there. So it'll be the, uh,
2: I'll get to walk back and forth. Dude, I can't wait, man. Any surprises? Oklahoma City, we had surprises, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we got
1: it. We, yeah, probably. I'm sure we'll do something that's a surprise to somebody. So um, we always uh, want to do something. So um, being in our hometown, man, it's exciting. And, uh, you know, we thought about going nuts and doing something crazy, but probably not going to do anything too crazy, uh, because in my opinion, I don't want to show you don't want to show off too much. Right. I, I think it's uh, I think it's a good idea to go to the show for reasons to, you know, to to meet people make good deals with people and uh people may do deals with you if you're extra crazy that they you know that wouldn't have done anyways and then may not even be a good deal after after it's all said and done so um i may change that after i do something crazy one day but no man we're going to just keep it keep it simple and uh do what we came to do and uh hopefully shake a lot of hands meet a lot of nice people in our own backyard
2: man we're gonna kiss a lot of hands and shake a lot of babies right that's it (laughs) so look man um, uh, last year you unveiled your pre-staining machine which by the way uh, we're doing a deal guys Uh, if you haven't heard already on the show we say it every live show but if you need one you don't have the money for one you call Fence King and we will get you one we'll we'll finance you through our financer Uh, we sold one to a guy about six seven weeks ago And the guy called today and paid his loan off because he sold stain jobs during the winter and he already paid the machine off. There's no prepayment penalty. He took advantage of it. It was an awesome deal. Y'all need one, get one. Because let me tell you, we're using it. And uh, I was telling you before the show, man, last year uh, I got a staining machine or I started staining um, like April-ish, I guess. Yeah, I started staining in April, and it was two percent of our total sales. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but two percent is a lot, and that two percent is going to be a whole lot more this year. You know, we've already sold four jobs this year, in uh, in January. We got three of them already built, waiting to be stained, which we're going to hit those right after, uh, right before FenceTech, right after this rain that went through yesterday. And the other one still needs to be built, but man, we got four right off the bat in the beginning of the year. So stain is going going by storm. And then we got this gopher wood that you got going on. Um, I'm excited to learn about that at fence tech and, and start promoting that. Um, especially since it's expert stain, man.
1: Yeah, that's probably our big launch. That's probably the thing we're releasing this year. That will be sort of the official launch of gopher wood. I'm excited about that, man. That's been a long time coming. We've been doing that for many years and, uh, just putting a new spin on it. And, uh, going to go big with it so excited about that and uh looking forward to looking forward to setting up distribution distributorships and dealers and things like that and and
2: um, yeah doing doing what we do man so well, you, know, you mentioned about coming to the show and 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 networking and so forth <clears throat> um i went to tony thornton's business business success deal and um everybody knew my fence life was posting those pete and jake cartoons i didn't know they were copyrighted well i got a cease and desist from fence news to quit doing it so we quit doing it right well i ran into charlie who knows who owns fence news i ran into him at uh tony's deal Mm -hmm. hey man we hashed it out sorry bro didn't realize that but you know blah 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 now charlie and i become great friends since the beginning of december I stopped on my way to Houston, had uh, dinner with him and some other fence guys. And the week after uh, Fence Tech, I'm going to his house for another deal. And we've just become great friends, man. He calls me every few days, asks me how I'm doing. And that's all because I went to a fence event, you know. Charles is a good guy, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he really is. I like him and Mary over at Fence News. Great people, great magazine. I enjoy it. But it's just to show you just that right there, you know, that relationship that was built. If I got out of fencing today, I'd still have something in common with Charlie and he would be someone that I could reach out to if I needed something, you know. So anyway, bro. So we got fence tech. You're going to be there. But the big news is we got experts staying the seal university, which is free F-R-E-E fellas coming up in three weeks. And Alexandria, Tennessee. That's just east of Nashville, right? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, about
1: forty-five, fifty minutes east of Nashville, an hour if you're slow. And um, that's fun, man. State and University, we've been doing it for, I guess, since twenty nineteen. So, so this is our fifth year of doing it. I guess that makes it the fifth year. So, a lot of fun, man. We meet a lot of good, a lot of good folks, and um, still doing it for free. So, I'm excited that uh, we haven't changed that. So. It's uh, for those that don't know. It's basically a two-day event. It's Staining University, where you come and learn all about the staining business, stain and seal, wood restoration, fence staining, pre-staining, deck staining, log home staining. You name it. All the business side, all the hands-on side. You learn the tools. You learn. You learn all that uh, from people who do it. Not just not just people from my company, but we we bring in guests from all over the country. And then we also do a little, a small wood care expo. So we got a small expo set up for stuff that's specific to uh, to the trade that we do. You're not going to see the guy with, that sells the, you know, the portable vacuum cleaners or uh, <laughs> the things you stand on that vibrate or, or uh, you know, candles. So, uh, You're just going to uh, see stuff. Has that's, that expo that's
2: grown? Probably... And did it get any bigger? Man, did you we get any new we, people or did you just <clears> not focus on it? And we more? we
1: don't we haven't focused on growing the expo side of it. We know we're we're not. We're not looking to um we're not looking to turn this into an event that we make money on it's that's not why we do it um, we could we we turn down more than we than we let come just to put it like that we always typically turn down a lot of people and the people that do come we don't charge them so it's more of a it's more of a it's got to be the right thing for the for the people and not just uh about collecting checks on this so um we always make sure
2: yeah and it's if they're be- there. They bring value. There's going to be some great guys there. Uh, Charlie with Fence News will be there. Uh, I'm sure Rachel and Kelsey with my salesman are going to be there, right? Probably um, so. Probably so. Yeah. Joe Everest will be there. Um, who who else? I was just thinking about. Oh, Justin uh, Magnesium will be there from uh, Making All Things New uh, Fence and Deck. I think is the name of his company. Or yeah, and then um, Making All Things New. Yeah. Yeah, Making All Things New, and then um, Kenny, the Stain Man. He's going to be. I haven't talked to Kenny in a while, but I I bet he'll come. I'm pretty sure he's going to be there, and um, Dan Wheel is going to be there. So me, Joe, and Dan are rooming together. Matter of fact, man, let me tell you what kind of guy Justin Magnesium is with uh, making all things new, and his real name isn't Magnesium. I'm sure uh, Ko can tell you how to say it, but I can't say it, so that's what I call him, and he's totally fine with it. Um, he went ahead, and I'm bringing a guy from my hometown. Not my hometown, but where I live. Uh, you know him. You call him the Italian Stallion, old, uh Venerini, Stephen Venerini. Hey, I'm bringing him with me. Him and, him and I are going to drive up. And we were going to fly, and I was like, dude, why don't we drive? That's like a seven-hour drive where you and I are stuck in a car together, and we can talk business, yep. you know. And I, th- I think it would be a great education for both of us. I'm further along in business than you are. I'd like to hear some of your new and fresh ideas So I think that's gonna be a great opportunity for both <laughs> of us But Justin was like man, I was trying to find a place for him to stay and just like dude I'll sleep on the couch. He can have my room tell him. He can stay with me. That's the kind of dude. Justin is man Yeah, man, that's Isn't the way it it is. And uh, before you, you get it. into that bringing up uh, Stephen Venerini. Uh, Him and I or when we come up there, we're coming up a little early and we're going to go see Caleb and we're going to be working on doing a free uh, a free staining day where we can teach people how to stain down in southeast Louisiana. We're going to be holding a mini staining university, but it's not everything It's just come learn how to wash fence, stain fence. And we'll probably throw some other things in there because Stephen does that uh, deco ceiling and deck ceiling and stuff, which is something you can add to your standing, uh, or, or, or uh, arsenal. So that's big news too. And that's going to be free. So what you got? I saw you went and grabbed the book, bro. What you got?
1: Well, you asked me who, who all was coming. So we, we've got a, a keynote speaker coming to university this year. He's a, he's a Stanford professor. Really? He's, uh, retired from the military. He does, uh, teaching with the Dave Ramsey organization does teaching with, um, two big log home, Stain manufacturers Sashco and PermaChink, and uh, and then he runs a a, a wood restoration or a wood, really a wood care business in the log home in the log home side of things covers about fourteen states. He's wrote a couple of books. Uh, this is just one of his books. He's got a guy's name Wayne Bell, and uh, so I'm really excited to get Wayne on the at the uh, at the university, um, but he's all in it, man. Lots of experience, been in the trade for for thirty years. And I don't know how he fit military police, Stanford, uh, and the business. And he's got another manufacturing company. I don't know how he does it all at once. Plus, plus, uh, does all these classes, but we're excited to get him here. And, uh, I think that will be probably the most value we'll be able to bring this year will be this speaker. You've probably never heard of him, but, um, most of the time when we, we have our most impactful speaker, it's somebody you've never heard of. So super excited to get Wayne up here and, uh, so for those that come, here's here's one book um, that he wrote. He's got several, but this one's called Pricing Your Work by the Numbers. Uh, the Annotated Project Pricing Workbook Companion to Establishing and Growing Your Business. So that's another one he's got, Establishing and bro- Growing Your Business. It um, says, Street Smarts and Survival Skills for Pricing Your Work as a Service-Based Contractor. And this is an old book. This one's from 2014. But man, talk about some uh, some deep stuff in here. That's uh, that's legit. So this will translate to any business, fence business, car detailing business, you know, brain surgery business. It won't uh-huh. matter. It's all uh, it's all going to be in there. So that that's going to be exciting. I'm really excited about this one. This guy's. I'm, guy exci- is, uh, I'm to be excited super too, sharp. man.
2: You had Tom Reber last year. You got Wayne <clears throat> Bell this year. But I'm, I'm 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 excited, man. You notice I'm drinking. You notice I'm not no whiskey glass, right? I don't know what's in there. I'm drinking but, tea, uh, baby. Drinking tea. I'm drinking water. Mm. I'm teeing, man. I haven't uh, haven't had a drink in a couple of weeks. I, I don't drink a whole lot anymore. Like, seldom. It's crazy. Why'd you quit drinking, then? Why did I quit? Yeah. I don't think I quit like intentionally. I just, you know, I've been working on me, working on my health. I'm down, uh, dude, I'm down 116 pounds since May. Is that crazy? Um, You know, and I I went from, I quit eating meat, and I was doing pescatarian, and now I'm damn near almost vegetarian, man. I I eat, I've ate fish slash shrimp once since the New Year. And what's, what's, yeah, what's today? The 16th? So, yeah, starting to eat a lot of kiwa and whatever you say it, and you know vegetable soup bean soup man i'm just getting my protein elsewhere and i feel freaking amazing you know um i got a guy that's a masseuse slash physical therapist that comes once a week to the house stretches me and gets me mobile just look man the dude just he he's really he's one of these earthy guys crystals and stuff you know but he knows his, cell, his stuff, and he's like, What's your body telling you? I don't know, man. My necks kind of bother me, this and that. And the dude just gets on there and does some Chuck Norris stuff and works me. And I tell you what, man, he, he said, uh, I, I had that this morning. And he's like, Man, your range of motion in the past six months is just unreal, you know? And I just feel better, man, just by eating better and not drinking. Um, you know, I went to Tony's thing and one night I sat up drinking bourbon with everybody hanging out and I felt like trash for like two days. And I'm like, dude, what am I doing? You know, Robert Whitaker, he quit uh, drinking a year, maybe or more. And I remember him saying, dude, I feel so much better. My clarity, you know? So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm okay Alcohol's
1: poison, man. It yeah, is. I'm I mean. not saying
2: I won't drink. You I mean, I'll, I'll have a beer or I'll have a gin and soda one, maybe once a week, at a at dinner. But it's, it's, but half the time I don't even do that. You know.
1: Well, I think it's cool you're telling the world about it. That's awesome. Personal excellence is uh, what we all got to achieve, man.
2: Yeah. So I'm working on my working on my health, working on uh, you know dressing for the job I want. I'm just i'm getting prepped for the next the next step the next level you know so we're getting ready to uh we were talking about this earlier today and um i'm getting ready to grow and push west and we're going to be smart about it in 2024 um you know so we got a lot of things going on i need to make sure i'm around to make it all happen and also enjoy it so no doubt man you know that's awesome proud of you so, man, this freestanding university, I am so stoked. we got a lot of stuff that happens. I know uh, in the past, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to happen again this year, but Joe Everest talks about the uh, importance of social media and uh, posting pictures and pictures of your team and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, uh, gee, I can't think of her name. The girl, Mandy. Now I don't know if she's gonna be doing doing it this year, but I know Mandy used to do coaching on how to price stain jobs and so forth. Who's gonna be doing that this year?
1: You know, that one's probably gonna be me this year. Mandy's running Gopherwood. We've moved her out of the service department. She's uh she's gonna be running that that whole division of Gopherwood. So wow. It's a big move for her. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, man, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take the reins on that one this year and uh we're we're simplifying our uh our university to try to, to try to make it where you walk away with bigger nuggets. You know, we we, we've, we've made it where there's so many little nuggets and this year we're going to try to simplify it and try to do less things, but do those things much bigger. So excited to see how that turns out. We are going to pre-stain a fence. uh, And we're going to, we're going to stain one before it's built. We're going to stain one after it's built. So that'll be fun. Who's building Uh, the fence.
2: uh,
1: Oh, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) um so we may build i guess we'll build the fence that we're going to stain after it's built we'll build that ourselves. the pre stain fence the one we we pre-stained i don't know who's going to take that one
2: okay i didn't know if you were going to pre-stain it and build it so here's my thing man when you pre-stain are you going to do dip tank and you're going to use the Mm pre-stain machine you're going to show both
1: we'll probably just run the stain machine it's no, probably just the stain machine. That dip tank is a monstrosity to haul around. Uh, the little stain machine, I could throw it in the back of a Ford Ranger. So right. we're going to use the, the stain machine. Are you going to have your Toyota out there?
2: Man, I sold that one. Oh. I'll probably be in something different. Come on. <laughs> what, what year was that Toyota, man? It was like a 90? 90... No. And that was an 80, 81
1: Toyota. I've got a I've got an 82 or 83 FJ60 Land Cruiser now. I'll probably
2: drive that. Okay. Yeah, that little Toyota was awesome, man. I remember that when I was in high school. I like driving old stuff, man. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to pre-stain using the machine. Perfect. Because I want to see how that's done. Because my guys have said, hey, you know, we find that this is a little easier. That is a little easier. So I'm going to, I'm going to get some questions from them, find out what I need to ask. So hopefully their questions that, that answers to those questions will help everyone. Um, and, uh. And you're right, man. That sucker's so clean and easy. My guys sent me pictures. They were on a job site. What we've learned to do is is we pre-stain what we think we're gonna need. You know how you always bring a little extra? Well, we don't stain a little bit extra. We bring the pre-stain machine, and they're like, oh, you know, we got to pre-stain a little bit of this. They pull it out the back seat of the truck, plop it up, pre-stain, and we don't have any leftover pre-stain material. Nice. Good deal. So that's, that's what how, it's made for, man. That's how we found to cut back on waste. Because then the first couple jobs we did, we're like, man, we got all these boards left over. What are we gonna do with them? You know, the lady picked cedar tone, and nobody else has picked cedar since then. So we found that it was messing with our margins. So that's what we figured would work best, and it's worked. It's worked yeah. great. You know. Um, so the freestanding university is February. Ninth, eighth and ninth. Eighth and ninth. Yep, that's a Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday, three weeks from now. There's a link in every single show description for the past two months, three months that says register here for the expert stand and seal free university. Thank you. You Appreciate can click that. on it. Um it's everywhere, man. It's on all the podcasts. It's in uh the YouTube descriptions. You can find it everywhere, man. We've been plastering it everywhere. Um, how's attendance looking? Is it up, down, same as last oh, yeah. year? Oh yeah. Well, it's it's uh, I think we got
1: 100 companies, roughly 100 companies signed up for it already. So oh, every wow. company brings a couple people. So,
2: yeah, it'll be it'll be busy, man. It looks it, when you walk into the university, it looks like you're at a um, a bowling convention. Those guys that are the pressure washers that are there. All those shirts—they look like they're bowlers, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They do that, <laughs> you know, that's for sure. But they all have their shirts. I know Venerini's going to have on mm-hmm. his red, white, and green shirt. Looks like a, an Italian flag. But those guys—they—they they got the shirts down pat, man. They all look like professional bowlers with those things on.
1: Yeah, I haven't—I haven't done that yet. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna stick it out like it is. I'm
2: gonna wear the old school shirts. Well, what we did was—is we got some long sleeve shirts and I got some black ones they're the long sleeve the the most spf that i could have and it's got stain crew on it to help protect the guys mm-hmm. and i was a little concerned about summer but they were like dude we'd rather wear this than get it on us and uh that's what we've been wearing so when we go out and stain they got a completely different shirt that we wear that says stain crew on the back and it's black especially if you're doing a black job you better get a freaking suit if you're doing a, yes. a black stain job but I'm-
1: don't be afraid to wear suits, man. You can, you can take a suit and you can cut a, cut a slice in it from the collar, just below the collar, all the way down to the, to the bottom of the crotch, and the, the whole back will be open. Oh. You put that suit on and spray. That's a good and idea. Take the suit off when you're done. You'll feel like a new man. You won't have to wear a black long-sleeve shirt. Um, <laughs> I, do, I do like wearing long sleeves. When I, when I built fence, I always wore long sleeves in the summertime, but um, nothing wrong with that. But when I was staining, typically you wouldn't be out in it all day long you know you'd have shorter job cycles so uh i would typically typically wear like a polo shirt and then then put on that put on that spray suit go to town then take it off and i'd be feel like air
2: conditioned man i like that uh that idea of cutting it from the back collar all the way down yeah that's air conditioning man yeah well we were examining our numbers man and just because we were standing because we went to standing university um and started learning about stain, and I sent Dylan and a couple of my guys up to Joe's place in Missouri for the uh, yep. the deal that you did do there. Mm-hmm. I sent them up there. I said, "Y'all go up there. Y'all figure out how to do this." Because when you come home, we stain and fence. And because of that, you know, two percent of our sales last year was nothing but stain. It helped boost our overall gross sales and our margins, and our margins were higher. So it helped bump things up, man. You know, so. It's a no-brainer for me, and I'm excited to see about this gopher wood because right now, um, the only way you can get pre-stained is I, th- I think doesn't Alta do a pre-stain like at Home Depot? I see these guys doing like a pine pre-stained cedar. Um, I know uh, Halco carries. Uh, who is it? it's, it's it's there's somewhere else you can get pre-stained, right? Yeah, man, I think I think most of the stain companies
1: have been working on pre-stain for years uh you know it's been going on since forever so um benford's got a stain line i think uh halco's got a wood defender stain line okay there's, there's a bunch of them out there we're just putting our own spin on it but um there's nothing new under the sun right so so there's a lot of opportunity out there for pre-stain we're just putting our spin on it but yeah it's a it's a great way for the guy who wants to stain that doesn't want to stain <laughs> to, to offer that to the customer, right? You want all the benefits, but you don't want to take on the liability, or maybe you don't want to take on the extra workload. Maybe you don't have the people. Maybe you don't have a good subcontractor in your area. Pre-stained lumber—it's a—it's kind of a no-brainer, you know. So, um,
2: are you yeah, selling pre-stained four by fours and two by fours also?
1: We got it all. Yeah. So really?
2: if, if we're
1: doing cedar, doing kiln-dried cedar, and if you buy a four by four from us, that's pre-stained. It's going to have a post-saver sleeve on it. So. Um, I love, I love the steel post. I love, I it. love steel posts. You know, the postmaster and the schedule 40 steel posts are great. Probably my preference, but if you want the look of wood, you want to do a wood
2: post, we'll just do one with a 20 year warranty on it, man. So you're going to do a wood post, have it pre-stained <clears throat> and it's going to have a post saver on it.
1: Yeah. And that's going to depend on which supplier, you know, some, some of our suppliers, wholesalers are going to, they're going to push, you know they're just going to push the the runners and the pickets and let you do steel post, and uh-huh. then others are going to buy the post. So it's going to depend on where you get it at. But yeah, it's it's available, and I'm sure anybody will bring it in for you. So, uh, but having that post saver sleeve on the pre stained cedar fence is going to be gorgeous and last a long, long time. So yeah, so we're excited wow. to see some of those start going in the ground.
2: How can we get this gopher wood, man? How do we get it? Where
1: do we get it? Got to find a dealer, man. You got to find a dealer. Um, we don't sell direct on that, so you'll have to find somebody. Ask your fence wholesaler, ask your supply house um, about gopherwood wood, and uh, tell them to reach out to us, and we'll get you hooked up with it. We do got a we do got a small amount of dealers right now. Uh, we got one in Louisiana. I'll tell you about them later. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. So looking for looking for partners. If you if you're interested in gopher wood, let us know. That's going to be the launch at Fence Tech is kind of the launch on that. So hopefully hopefully we'll make a bunch of good friends and partner up with some folks and get that thing
2: moving in the right direction. Yeah um i know i'm jumping all over the place man but i'm thinking about staying and seal university and uh another um, awesome thing with staying in university is you hold it in your hometown at is that the fairgrounds at your hometown
1: yeah we do it we do it in our hometown man there's a lot of people move out here to the small towns and run small businesses and stuff so we want to support that and uh so if you do come to university, get gas at our gas station, get coffee at our coffee shop, you know, eat at our restaurants. If you yeah. see trash, pick it up. You know, take care of it. Like uh, treat it like it's your own, and uh, that would really be helpful for for the folks in our community here.
2: And then when you do lunch and stuff, don't you get lunch from uh, local uh, businesses, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, we got some local food trucks coming in for this one. So uh, okay, we always bring in pretty good food. So I'm excited about that barbecue truck's the one I'm going to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you're bringing that in for lunch and then what about uh did, didn't you do steaks or something one year
1: and we did a bunch of steaks last year but it's going to be so daggum cold it's negative two right now we're probably not going to do that this year okay it is cold you know we normally do it later in february it's a little bit warmer but right now it is it is going to be cold so probably uh go find us a restaurant somewhere
2: good deal good deal what else man what else we got going on
1: Man, that's it. That's we're we're just we're just focusing on those two things. Obviously, we want to we want to grow everything we're doing. So, Expert Stain and Seal, it is the year for Expert Stain and Seal. We need uh, we just need the people that are listening to ask for it by name at these supply houses. Help us get in there. We'll take care of you. We'll take care of the supplier. We'll make sure they got it. And uh, that's it, man. We're we're just excited to grow this year. We're really excited about 2024. Um, some people think. Maybe a crazy year,
2: but man, I think it's going to be a great year. What do you think? Yeah, man, I think uh, you know if if you got your mindset and doing the right thing, and you've been listening to things that we've been talking about on these podcasts, then yeah, we're gonna you're gonna have a good year. But if you're not feeding your mind and learning from other people, I mean, and you know, um, you're not. I mean, I mean, look, man, we're opening this new location and. You know what? I called the guy that opened a location last year, and I'm like, hey, man, tell me what not to do. What, tell me the mistakes you made. I need to know. Yep. You know? Um, what did you learn? What did I learn from him?
1: Yeah. Top uh, three things. Top three mistakes things top I three. learned.
2: Um, make sure it's not too far away. That okay. you can service it, right? Uh, second thing I learned was... Um, don't lower your price because you think your overhead's less there because you don't have like a brick and mortar. Um, and the third thing was is don't do don't move and think, no, no, I'm sorry. When you do move, whoever you put in charge, make sure it's the right person. No doubt. And I was like, how do I know it's the right person? He goes, you probably need to pull something from your current organization and not hire somebody you don't know anything about. Or like he did, he had a sub that wanted to move there. So he's like, oh, we'll, we'll open a location and you can do the work. You can work down there and sell jobs. And he had the right guy on the bus, but he was in, the, he was in two seats and one of the seats was the wrong seat. Yeah. So he learned, he learned a lot, man. He goes, so oh, those are three things that he told, told me. So I was like, all right, cool. So we're going to be smart about it, man. We're going down there, and uh, if we're going to grow, it costs money to grow. So how do you make it cost less and still grow the same amount? You go ahead and join forces. And um, me and uh, Ron, the consultant, he's going to open up a roof store, and we're going to share the warehouse space and the office space and the price of the forklift and the price of the Internet. And, And so my overhead should be half. So that's how we're going to do it and be smart about it. And um, and then that's another thing. Fence King's getting ready to move locations where we are now. We're going to find a permanent home. We're looking for uh, property. So I'm going to utilize other small business owners to help me get more property than I need right now because you know you're going to need more, right? And like Stephen Venterini, he needs somewhere to park his trucks, you know, Um I got another guy that I get all my dumpsters from. He needs somewhere to store dumpsters. These guys need lay-down yards. So if I can get a bigger area and sublease to them to pay for the, the, the note so then I can grow into it, you know, I'm just doing smart things like that so I'm not cutting myself short and I can grow and not have it cost as much.
1: Well, I'm curious to see what that looks like a year after you do it, man. See, see how it works, and have to report back to us. I love, I love the three things you said that the other guy did. You know, I always, I always put a lot of prioritization on talking to people who've been there and done it uh, to grow my business. And so, I think that's the number one thing some guys are scared to do that they should be doing is calling somebody who's done it and just
2: ask them. Man, they will tell you, and don't be afraid to disagree with somebody. You know what I mean? Disagree with them. Don't be afraid to say what you got to say. Let them say what they got to say because you're going to learn from that, you know? Um, Or spitball ideas to them and see what their thoughts are. It's important. It really, really is important because I wouldn't be where I am today if it wouldn't be for the networking that I've done, if it wouldn't be for the advice I've gotten. And let me tell you, I'd be a whole lot further along than I am today if for the first. uh, 17, 18 years of my business, I wouldn't have somebody giving me bad advice or gave me bad advice in the beginning. And I thought, okay, I got what I need. And I carried that bad advice for a long time. And, you know, it wasn't until I got into the AFA and started meeting other fence guys and started going, wait, something's not right. I'm doing it like this, but they're doing it like that. Maybe that's why I'm still where I am and I'm not where I should be. And I started making those relationships and, you know, realized um, I remember seeing Sean King on a video and he said that he had a business consultant and it was almost like, oh, shit, I got to get this done. or I'm going to get in trouble because my business, you know what I mean? And I was like, wow, well, now I'm the same way. I have a business consultant, you know, I have a team that I that I report to and it holds me accountable and if I go to make a bad decision, they're right there to let me know, hey, you can do it. But we're telling you right now, there's going to be repercussions, and you're paying us to protect you. And this is what, you know. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't have learned that if I wouldn't have got involved in AFA and started meeting these people and getting involved in these groups and going to these events and hearing those little nuggets that you don't hear on right here. You know, the things that we talked about prior to getting on tonight, what we're probably going to talk about after we get off. Those are the things you're not going to hear unless you're there and you wait, wait, what did you say?
1: You know, here's a question for you before you hired the consultant. Did you think it was expensive? Yes. After you hired a consultant, one, two years, one to two years in how how far in are you? How many, how many months,
2: a year and I hired him in June of, uh, 22. Now what's the price? Is it worth it? Oh, don't, t- Ron. I hope you're not listening, but I probably would pay you more. <laughs> yeah, I mean
1: well, that's but, the point. That's yeah. the point, man. When when you're on the front side of these things, before you hire the A player, before you hire the consultant, before you make the big investment into something, it always sounds expensive. But once you've been, once you've done it, once you've you've gotten to the other side, you you either grow or you learn, right? So, right. Um, so I think you know it's supposed to be uncomfortable. I know every time I hired somebody. And I knew, oh, no problem. I can afford that guy. That was not a good hire. Every time I hired somebody when I was like, man, I don't know how we're going to afford this person. And we would, you know, there's been multiple people that I've said, hey, I'm going to offer you a job and this is going to sound like a very tiny amount to you. And it's going to sound like a really big amount to me. Um, I'm just, you know, forewarning you. And uh, they worked out. You know, so they took a chance on us. We took a chance on them, and it always worked out. But, and it's supposed to—it's supposed to make you uncomfortable.
2: It just really is. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, my my attorney. I I literally went and saw him in in September, and he's like, yeah, you know, boom, we can do this, we can do that. All right, I can help you with this. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, all right. I was like, so what do we got to do to get started? He goes, oh, well, I need you know X amount of dollar uh, retainer. I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of played it off. I walked out the door. I'm like, that guy's out. It's freaking mine. Got my car. Three months later, I called him up. I'm like, hey, man, um, I got that retainer for you. You know what his response was? He goes, it always takes him a few months. <laughs> he goes, I knew I wouldn't hear from you for a while. Yeah. And, and come to find out, that retainer hurt. But when it hurts, guess what? He doesn't have a single problem with any of his clients not listening to them. Because you got to, yeah. he knows if, you know, if he had, you know, a $2,500, 5000 retainer fee, you could throw that at him and then you're wasting his time. And he's like, man, I don't have time to waste on people that don't want to listen. So he makes it hurt. Man, it hurt. But guess what? I did it. And he's been with me ever since. And I hired him in, uh, oh, geez, 20, 2019 in the beginning of September, October, November. It must have been January, January of 2019, I hired him, and I met him in September sometime. So it was about three, four months, and he's been with me ever ever since. And I can pick the phone up, call that guy with anything, anything. So now I, I report to him and Ron. You know, I got a, an assistant that's only been with me a few months, and Jay came, came in my office. Jay, the attorney, comes in my office, shuts my door, and I'm kind of like, what the hell are you doing shutting my door? And he said sit down and i was like yes sir well i sat down and he reamed my ass about some things he's like you pay me to protect you and you you did this and you let this slide blah 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 and i'm like and he's i was like get this straightened out here's paperwork for this and so he goes ahead and leaves and i walked out to see if dylan was in his office because i mean I'm his dad. I don't want some grown ass man reaming my ass and my son's in a room next door. You know what I mean? I looked to see if he was in there and he wasn't in there. And I looked at my assistant. I said, see, you think I run this company, but I don't, I don't run it. I got people that I'm, I'm accountable to and I have to report to. And when things don't go right, they get on me just like I get on you, you know? And Jay's never really done that, man. He was pretty upset about what had happened. And, um, It was an insurance issue, you know, and I thought I was doing right. But come to find out we had the wrong insurance guy and he left me exposed. So we got all that stuff straightened out. And uh, yeah, man, when you're accountable to someone and you're not the you're not the head guy in charge and and you think you can just do whatever you want. And you got some people that are smarter than you that have been doing it longer than you. And I mean, Ron sold a pool company, had a chain of pool stores up the East Coast. The dude's done it, you know. Now he's got 75 spa stores across the entire nation, and then he added golf cart stores to him. So he split his overhead in half because he added golf carts and, and balanced it out. Now he's adding uh, RVs to it. So now he's taking his overhead in the same location, and now everybody's paying a third. You know, he's only got a couple spas, a couple golf carts, and he's going to have three RVs at each location the exact location he's already got, you know, he's got his, he, he's successful. There's no way I'll ever catch up to this cat. You got
1: to get around people like that, man. You got to, even, even if you can't afford consulting, man, you gotta, you gotta find that group of people uh, that you can get around. That's why like groups like entrepreneur organization and YPO, um, those things are worth getting into. And I'm not talking about like, um, what's it called? B and I, I'm not talking about something like that like right. a little networking thing. You need to get in a group where you're, where you're the dumbest, the youngest yeah. and the, and the brokest guy in the room. Right. You get around a bunch of, of guys with gray hair who've been done it. They're, they're on their second or third or fourth business. Um, you can, and you sit down and listen, That that's where you really grow. And it's supposed to be uncomfortable, man. It's yeah. supposed to Nathan, Nathan, supposed downs. To
2: Nathan downs in a group like that. He's like, dude, I'm like the, uh, the lowest guy on the totem pole, the brokest guy, the stupidest guy in the room, you know. And <laughs> yep. and I've said that to Pepper before. We've been places like, hey, I'm ready to go. And she's like, why? I'm like, I'm the smartest guy in the room right now. And this is not where I want to freaking be because yep. uh, I can enjoy myself, but I need to I need to be around people who are going to stimulate me. And I'm not getting stimulated. I need people smarter than me who have done more than me. We need to get out of here, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we'll change that venue for whatever we're doing and we'll go somewhere else because I want to be around people who are successful and I can get something from, you know, that's it, man. So come to Stan in University. It's free. February 9th and 10th, Eighth and ninth. Eighth Eighth and and ninth? 8th and 9th, February 8th and 9th, Thursday wrong, and Friday, man. man, Thursday and Friday, February yep. 8th and 9th. Come get around guys that are doing more than you're doing and get around guys that aren't doing more than you're doing because you're gonna end up teaching somebody while you're learning something from somebody else.
1: Right? You got it. Yep, that's it. Well that's that's where all the magic happens is in between classes and at night, you know. Same with Fence Tech. All the deals are made after hours. So come exactly. to the show and
2: hang out, meet meet some friends and and uh, maybe somebody you'll do business with. Be a good time. Come shake our hands, say hello if you haven't met us already. Come get you a T-shirt. Come get you a fence sign. And uh, go see the uh, – you're going to have that big bucket with you at uh, Fence Tech? No, man. We're going to leave it at home. Um, we're doing something a little different this year. All right. I can't wait to see it, guys. Yeah. And start asking for expert standing seal by name from all your fence suppliers. And ask them for gopher wood, too. Okay? That's it, man. I appreciate that. All right, man. Let's do it. All right, buddy. I'll see you uh, next week. And, hey, Fence lifers, y'all keep on fencing.
0: Listening to to my Fence fence life. Yes, we like to have fun beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun,